0: Monday night, it's October 9th, 2023, episode 360 of the Tannin' J-Man Show is live on the ISC Sports Network, as along with the ISC Sports Network Twitter X page and their YouTube channel and the Tannen J-Man Show Facebook page. Thank you everybody for joining us this evening, if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, please give us a rating and review, that helps us out a lot. With all that said, I'm Tanner Lee co-host Josh the J-Man month here like always J-Man I want to see you get up and do a 360 since it's episode
1: 360
0: no no okay fair enough I tried
1: (laughs) gonna be like Michael Scott in the uh, shareholder
0: episode do a little spanish (laughs) I I was just watching before I came up here uh, season one episode uh, I don't remember which exact episode number but it was the basketball episode Mm. classic
1: that is a classic one that is a classic one but uh, How we doing?
0: How are we doing tonight? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I got some birdie
1: bogey here for you. I feel like you're going to get this one right. I'll, I
0: um, need it. I'm, I'm three, three strokes, strokes down, down. So, um,
1: Christian McCaffrey, uh, 14 straight games with a touchdown, which tied Emmitt Smith for fourth most all time. Uh, what player has the longest touchdown streak in NFL history?
0: I have a good guess but I'm also very nervous about my guess if that makes sense. I th- I think you'll get it right. Um I I was going to have you do
1: the top like the three guys ahead of him, but there was one guy that like I've never heard of this fella. So Who was uh, that? I don't even remember his name, but I <laughs> I saw him like yeah, never heard of it. It was back in the 60s. Okay. You know? I want to say he was in it, he was a Baltimore Colt. You know? But Ah uh, so, yeah,
0: I w- I wouldn't know who he yeah. is then.
1: Uh, Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House has upscale cuisine and cocktails with a casual atmosphere. located at 703 Main Street in Rochester. Over the weekend, their weekend special on their fall menu, the Jamaican Jerk Pork Chop. It looks absolutely delicious. 18-ounce center-cut Frenched. Bone pork chop marinated and seasoned with house Jamaican jerk rub and pan roasted. Served on a bed of coconut rice and green beans. I'm a big fan of the pork chops. They also have the Oktoberfest burger with it, which is all month long. Four smash patties layered in Swiss and melty beer cheese on a bed of lettuce and topped with beer-battered onion rings and ham. Served on a pretzel bun with beer-battered fries. Good Lord, does that look amazing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I saw that today or yesterday. I'm like, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. And as good. always, Monday night, two dollar whole smoked wings and dollar off domestic brewskis there at Arlington Public House.
0: So. Yeah, the, going back to their pork chop. I've yet to have a pork chop there, but everybody talks about that like it's their best item on their menu. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, I really need to try one. I'm a pork chop fan for sure. Yep. It's one uh, of those things. I I can't say I have more than one or two pork chops a year. Probably. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with but, you, but
1: I I always like them when I have
0: them. Right. I don't know why I don't eat them more often. Yeah. I don't know. A, a lot of
1: restaurants in those don't make a very good one, to be honest. Sometimes they can be dry, but uh that one looked succulent the picture. Yeah,
0: and it. it's really thick too, so. Yeah.
1: Nice. Yep.
0: They can succulent. Good good uh good word choice there. Thank you. Thank you. We I like our, we like our big words here on the j Men show.
1: Yeah. Uh, bald man full of big
0: vocabulary. I thought you were going to screw that up. I was waiting for you to I say some word that, that didn't make sense there. Well, I used to, I, I do call you the walking uh, baseball encyclopedia. So uh, with that said, uh, fill everybody in on what's going on yeah. in MLB postseason.
1: Um, yeah, the division series have started, and you've kind of seen the division winners who had that bye come out a little sluggish. Uh, Baltimore Orioles who won hundred games, they're down two games, nothing against the Texas Rangers heading back to Arlington, um, Texas to, uh, likely finish off the Orioles. Uh, the Orioles have kind of hit a little bit of a slump offensively 12 of their last 22 games. They've scored two runs or less. Uh, so that's obviously not going to get it done And the regular season's not going to get done in the postseason. <clears throat> so they've kind of, uh, and they lack that experience factor as well, which, uh, that's, that's probably overplayed a little bit. Um, but it, it, it is a thing. Um, Houston Astros and Twins tied at one. Twins won their first playoff game since 2004, and first playoff series since probably before that. Um, they uh, are now, and they even won a game in Houston, so that kind of flipped that series a little bit, and I know a majority of the nation is rooting for the Twins in that one. Um, the Braves, best offense we've seen probably since the 27 Yankees. I uh, got shut out at home for the first time in two years in game one of the DS, and I was just looking. They are down one nothing last time I looked against the Phillies.
0: The last time the Twins won a playoff series was in 2002. Oh,
1: two. Huh? Interesting. Yes. I wonder if that was against Oakland.
0: It was... Uh, down two, it was against... Uh, yes, it was against Oakland, 3-2, to two, and then they lost to Anaheim. Yep. Yeah, because yep. I'm pretty sure that was played
1: out in the movie Moneyball, uh, Oakland losing to Minnesota. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Braves have looked uh, a little sluggish so far. And as I said, I think the last time I checked in, which was about five minutes ago, they were down one nothing in game two. They don't want to lose this one because then it goes to Philadelphia after winning the 304 games, whatever they did. uh they are facing elimination, which the Phillies are a very scary team. I mean, they proved it last year in the playoffs. They can get hot, and they can get hot with the best of them. Um, so, And then uh, the other series we have, the Dodgers got absolutely whooped uh, in game one against the Diamondbacks. Clayton Kershaw, it's a thing. Greatest pitcher of our generation. He cannot pitch in the postseason. It is unbelievable. I uh, Gave up six runs in a third of an inning. Uh, for easily his worst playoff start he's ever had, probably the worst start he's ever had in his career, to be honest. And it came at the worst time. Um, assuming the Dodgers don't advance, Kershaw might be done. Honestly, he about retired last off season, and uh, he even said uh, what what is his thought about his fourth straight or whatever Saturday start? And he says it messes with my college football watching. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't I don't know.
0: Um, I should notice, but where did he go to school?
1: He's out of high school. Oh, is he oh, okay? Straight out of high school, seventh overall pick in 06, I want to say, out of high school. Wonder who or, he likes. Wonder who he was. Was uh, well, he he's out of Texas, so I assume oh. it's probably uh, the Longhorns. Of course, his one of his good buddies growing up was Matthew Stafford, so maybe he's a Georgia right. guy. Who knows? Right. Um, but uh, it'd be tough to see a legend end that way. So maybe he will come back for another year if if they don't advance further into the postseason. Which I have a hard time believing the Dodgers won't get at least the championship series. But you never know. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's about gonna do it um, for uh, our baseball talk. Uh, not not a whole. Obviously, you have four four games going on.
0: Um, but. I have a question for you. I mean, it's not really related to the postseason. Maybe a few a few of these guys you might mention are, but how many actual superstars would you say there is in MLB right now? Like marquee names, get, get your attention, make you want to watch, even if you're a casual fan.
1: Like just as a whole or that are left in the playoffs right now? I would say as a whole. That's a good question because I was thinking about the other day because I saw Jeter on TV. Next to Aaron, thinking we don't have that level of guys that are in like the tabloids of who right. who, they're, who they're dating, kind of like Travis right. Kelsey, uh, right? Uh, sort of deal. Um, marketable guys, uh, it's it's lacking significantly. Um, I, I know the obviously uh, attendance has gone way up this year with the new sure. rules and all that. It'll take a little while before the public catches on, but you don't see ESPN talking about baseball at all, even during the playoffs. Uh, it's all football, NBA, that sort of stuff, which that, that hurts significantly. Um, but, uh, man, that's a mark now worldwide Shohei Otani absolutely is that guy. He's probably more famous outside the U S than he is actually in it. Um, Mike Trout is best player of our generation, but he, sure. uh, he, he's not a marketable guy. He's, he just kind of, and he's on a bad team too, which doesn't help. Um, yeah. That's a really good question. Aaron Judge is cause he's with the Yankees and all that. But again, you, you don't see these guys being like put on billboards or anything. Mm-mm. Um, I, I mean you do in their cities, but, uh, elsewhere. So yeah, that, that was a good question.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Cause, cause I mean, I mean, you could probably list 10 guys who are like the best players in MLB, but mm-hmm. I don't know if any of them are super, I mean, we grew up in a, Fascinating era where McGuire, Sosa, Griffey, then Bonds. Bonds yeah. I mean, those guys were marketable everywhere. Yeah. Um, Griffey still is marketable. Yeah. I mean, yes. I mean to this day. So even Mike Piazza had some stuff going mm-hmm. for him. Um, there was t- so many guys. Yeah. Um, but, you know, times have changed a little bit. Yeah, they so. have, unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, uh, I got a word association segment for you today, and we'll go ahead and get this out of the way because it doesn't pertain to just one sport or anything. And I liked your pros versus Joes one last week, so I was trying to find just kind of a random one. And some of these names, I don't really know if you categorize them really as athletes, so to say, (laughs) as the list said, but I, I found a list of 10 athletes who have been in movies. Ooh, I like it. This is the 10 greatest athletes they list that have been in movies, I should say. Starting with LeBron James, who was in Trainwreck in 2015. Mm Trainwreck is a pretty funny one. Um,
1: I I know his Space Jam movie kind of flopped.
0: That was awful.
1: Um, But uh, yeah, LeBron, man, um, he is trying everything in his power to be Michael Jordan. Um, Trying the Space Jam thing and all that. But uh, yeah, he is, believe it or not, he is the oldest player in the NBA. Yeah. He is the oldest. He It was literally, he is the oldest guy left.
0: <laughs> if you like him or hate him, it's still pretty incredible what he's doing at his age.
1: Incredible, yeah. Maybe the greatest athlete to play a professional sport, honestly.
0: Yeah, he's, he's a freak. He's a freak. Uh, here's a guy who's a freak at getting to the quarterback, Lawrence Taylor, and he given Sunday, 1999.
1: Joe Theismann is about the only thing I can think of. I watched that video clip. It was gruesome. Um, I know his son. His son played at Purdue, didn't
0: he? He did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It wasn't for for a decently high recruit. He.
1: didn't really like do much. Um, no. He's considered one of the top two or three defensive players that ever lived. So.
0: He had a cameo cameo in uh, Waterboy, also. Did he? Yeah. I can't really repeat I what they that. said. I, I don't want the FCC to get mad, so I'll say it off the air. Kareem Abdul Jabbar airplane in 1980.
1: Yeah, legendary uh, appearance in an airplane, which at the time was considered like the funniest movie ever made. And it, it, it holds up pretty well. Yeah, it holds
0: up. I was going to say, it still holds up pretty good.
1: It's pretty funny. Um, Yeah, Luau Cinder, he uh, obviously, he was the all-time leading scorer. Um, it was kind of fascinating to see it kind of played out on the big screen with the uh, Magic Johnson show, uh, Showtime. Um, is that what it called? Showtime? Um,
0: yeah.
1: And that, that got canceled, unfortunately, because they are just – Teasing the uh, a bad boy's um, appearance in that, but uh, uh, he and he and Magic uh, supposedly did not uh, did not get along very well.
0: Lakers have that trouble a lot of times with yeah. superstars. Even Shaq and Ar- Kobe didn't get along very well. Oh, exactly. Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is one of the. I mean, he was in in competitive I lifting, that, so I guess um, he was in a lot of films. But The Terminator, in 1984, is the one they mentioned here.
1: Uh, governor of California, uh, Chris Pratt is his son-in-law. Uh, what else can I I say? did not know that. Yeah. yeah he's been, I did not know that. He's married oh. to his daughter. Yeah.
0: Uh, this is one that rose my eyebrows. I did not know this guy was any sort of an athlete. That's Jason Lee. Uh He was oh. a professional skateboarder at one really? time before he became an actor. Oh, he was in uh,
1: My Name is Earl. Is that the guy?
0: Yes. And for a film, Alvin and Chipmunks in 2007 was probably his most famous role. He was more known for playing Earl in My Name is Earl.
1: But. Interesting. He was in uh, – great movie almost famous it was a fantastic movie um yeah i, I, I didn't know he was a professional skateboarder either
0: yeah yeah i've never heard of this guy maybe you have a old, old guy here johnny Wiesmuller played tarzan the uh the ape man in 1932 what sport did he play um you know i had it down in my notes and then uh let me look it up real quick uh saying ever is a Rochester. Olympic, he was Indian. Olympic Olympic swimmer and water polo water polo player.
1: Never heard of the fellow Sorry to yeah. the uh what's what's his last name?
0: Uh I think it's Weiss
1: Sorry to the Weiss family. family. Yeah.
0: Well well you've heard of these next four, I can guarantee you Rhonda Rousey, she uh had a, a appearance in Furious Seven in twenty fifteen.
1: Yeah, she, she was a big star there for about two years, and then you just don't hear about her much anymore.
0: Nope, um, well, she went from MMA to had two different runs in the, in the WWE, and fans stopped liking her, and she legit got mad. I think her contract's ran out now. I think she's done with that because there's a rumor she wants to do another fight in the UFC, and I don't think that will end well for her because that's a hard sport to take a while off and come back to. Yeah. She's also so. a terrible actress, too. So. That is true. Terry Bradshaw failure to launch in two thousand six. Yeah, he had some pretty funny
1: movie cameos. Um he's he's still he's still going strong there on Fox. Uh maybe the worst quarterback in the Hall of Fame uh here. Namath. Um I was gonna say Namath. Teams that won a bunch. Um but Bradshaw Nam- is not very good.
0: Namath's the only quarterback in the Hall of Fame to have more losses than he does wins and more inceptions, two touchdowns.
1: <laughs> yeah. And yeah, mm-hmm.
0: uh just had that personality. Two more here. Ray Allen, he got game 1998.
1: Yeah, he was uh, the greatest shooter of all time. And then uh, Steph Curry was born and had to come into the NBA and uh, took that throne away from him. Although, I think Ray Allen and Reggie Miller will be passed by a lot of
0: guys with how the NBA is going now. So I agree. I agree. Uh, Jesus Jesus Soutles, Soutles, Shuttlesworth. Please, I cannot yeah. talk. Yes. And lastly, Jim Brown, hundred rifles in nineteen sixty nine. Uh, maybe the greatest pound
1: for pound running back uh, we've seen in the NFL. I know Walter Payton is really good, but uh, Jim Jim Brown was a uh, different sort of guy back in the sixties than we've uh, than they had back then. So,
0: I've just always found it fascinating that uh, his last name was Brown. He played for the Browns. He played for the Browns, yeah, it's great. <laughs> and that's gonna do it for this week's uh, word association segment, which is brought to you by Performer Print Two Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or a sales meeting, Performer Print Two Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs, so you look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call. At 574 210 3815. Or if you'd rather give her an email, you can do that as well. Weinsberg at proforma.com. My dad just texted me, no Dan Marino and Ace Ventura. That was a good one, too. He wasn't on that, this list for some reason. Yeah. And I could have listed some others that I know of off the top Daddy of my head. Of in, uh, sure. And stuff, but... Shazam. Who can forget Shazam was in blue? Shazam?
1: No. Cousin. Yeah.
0: I thought it was Shazam.
1: Shazam's the newer one that came out.
0: I know. Out. I thought that was the title of that movie, too, though.
1: Pretty sure you're wrong, but... All uh, right. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, and he was in Blue Chips, of course. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you could also throw in, like, John Cena or uh, Dwayne. The sure. In sure. Too. Yep. Yep. There's a long list of those
0: guys, so... Yeah. Yep. But interesting little list there. Um, Do you want to... You educate me real quick before we start can, talking football.
1: I can educate you. Before no, all right, football I, I need some knowledge here. On this day in 1915, Woodrow Wilson became the first U.S. president to attend a World Series game. Interesting. Yeah. Um, on this day in 1919, the Baseball World Series, the Reds beat the White Sox 10-5 to at Comiskey Park for a 5-3 to series victory. That's weird. Uh, due to the Black Sox scandal, last World Series to take place without a commissioner of baseball in place. So, the Black Sox scandal uh, is the reason why a commissioner of baseball is put in place. Did not know that. See, I not me Neither. <laughs> uh, on the day in 1921, Babe Ruth hit his first career World Series homer.
0: How many World Series home runs do you think he had?
1: I don't know, but I can look it up real quick. I'd be curious. Baseball reference has never. Never failed anyone, <laughs> but uh, this will be an easy one. I'm going to say, y- you have a guess? I'm going to go 22. That's a good guess. I was thinking 20-something. I'll go 26. Um, George Herman Ruth in his career hit. He hit. Let's see if this comes up here. Of course, he has 714 in his career um he hit in the world series he played in 10 world series uh because back then you you win your league you're in the world series there was no playoffs you just went straight to the world series um he hit 15 in 10 years that's a 744 slugging percentage so that's pretty good pretty pretty good player there on this day in um 1938 the cleveland browns or the cleveland rams excuse me beat the chicago bears uh which was one of only four penalty free games in nfl history i'm
0: surprised there's that
1: many to be honest they're probably no.
0: all back back in the day yeah. but
1: back when you could just maul a guy now there's
0: four penalties mm-hmm. a quarter
1: yeah uh on this day in 58 the yankees beat the braves uh two to win That series in seven games. Can you name me the MVP of
0: that World Series? Fifty-eight, probably not. Uh, Whitey Ford, Bob Turley. That was a good guess. Um. (laughs) Uh, Whitey Ford
1: did win the World Series MVP on the day in nineteen sixty-one. So you're just a couple years off. Yep. On this, a lot of World Series Um, on this day in. 1988, Dennis Eckersley was the first to save all four games in a championship series. He was pretty good. On this day in 1989, first NFL game coached by an African American as Art Shell beat the LA Raiders uh, to beat the New York Jets on 89. Wow, took yeah. that long.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, um, he had two stints as Raiders head coach. Yeah, he did. Uh, that's
1: gonna do it for on this day this week. Uh, can can you one last one here? Um, can you name me who won the World F1 Driver Championship last year?
0: Um, Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen. Lewis Hamilton is the only one I know. So, yeah. <laughs> and part I owner would... of the Denver Broncos.
1: So, well, he probably needs to sell a, uh, sell a share before it uh, is worth nothing. Uh, that we'll get into that in a bit.
0: Uh that is the honest day segment this week, which is brought to you by Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated woodcraft shop based out of Texas with Indiana grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs, and their pieces are a great addition to any home office or man cave. You can see some of their recently completed projects by visiting their Instagram page or their Facebook page at Mooney Woodcrafts is their handle on those. And if you let Thad know the Tan and J man show sent you, you get 15% off your order. He uh, was texting me today about some things and said, he probably made his neighbors mad yesterday. Cause he was doing some woodwork for about four hours. Oh. I said, hey, I said, hey, it's a Sunday. They'll get over it. So, so he can get you those signs. Perfect signs. Uh, for any occasion, but particularly Christmas. Think of Christmas. I mean we're getting closer and closer to about two months out. I think it's like eighty two or three days away. So uh, not too early to get your Christmas orders in and you'll get fifteen percent off if you tell them the Tanner Jamie Man show sent you. So. Beautiful.
1: What football you want to start with tonight? Maybe. I'm gonna rant
0: I'm gonna rant either one, so the whatever, whatever. In,
1: the ball is in your court
0: uh let's talk college football first let's do it college football
1: the university of miami um, (laughs) oh boy talk about incompetence for one um i've never seen a coaching decision for those who don't know miami was up three they had the ball 38 seconds left georgia tech had no timeouts miami all they have to do is take a knee because it's
0: third down it's
1: third down not fourth down uh take a knee game over it's pouring down rain uh, for one, or, or it, it had been rainy. And um, they decide to hand the ball off. The guy fumbles. Georgia Tech picks it up. Two plays, 74 yards, touchdown My Two really good plays, I should add. Yes, uh, that that is an inexcusable part in itself, although it was completely um, – shouldn't have even happened. No. Um, I have never seen a dumber coaching decision in my entire life than uh that happening and honestly that's enough to get a coach fired
0: it is and, and this is a big year for mario christian ball and his staff <laughs> they've started off well four and oh to that point ranked but a bad loss to georgia tech which kudos georgia to georgia, georgia kudos to georgia tech though that's two years in a row they've, they've knocked off like three ranked teams on the road
1: georgia tech uh, was coming off a home loss to bowling
0: green oh, i know oh i know yeah. i know but kudos to them for going to get that win and yeah, like you said, if there's push comes to shove at the end of the year and he's on the fence of getting fired, just probably do it. Right. And and why didn't any of his assistant coaches, staff members, or even players say, coach, what are we doing? Yeah. All we got to do is take a knee. I mean, just awful awareness all around. Of course, I see a lot of
1: Miami Hurricane stuff, much like you sure. do with Colorado. And uh, yeah, so – I see a lot of hurricane stuff, and I read something that uh, his staff is kind of scared of him, to be honest. For one, he sent out a mass email in the offseason uh, berating staff members for even talking to the media, even if they wanted to say positive stuff. He said, do not talk to the media. They don't need to know anything. Um and Cristobal is known for this. They have, of course, they came in undefeated. or They, they were undefeated, Yeah. Right? Yep, yep. Um, they had not kneeled at the end of any of their games once. They have ran out. Now, some of those games they were up big, so it didn't matter. Uh, but he did this exact same thing at Oregon and about cost them then. I don't know how he hasn't learned. Just take a freaking knee, to be honest. Uh, it makes no sense. And um, it cost them a chance at the playoff if, if they wanted any, short, any sort of shot to get into the playoff. You can't lose to Georgia Tech. So
0: I, I think it'll cost them an appearance in the ACC Championship game, even. Probably that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they have a couple of tough remaining games. So,
1: yeah, that was a uh, mind numbing decision. Um, yes. so somebody said um, they need to have a thing in place. Before you get hired, you have to just play like NCAA football 2014 against a <laughs> random college kid and see if you can handle the. Uh, End of the clock management as well as these guys do. Um, We manage the clock a lot better in Madden and stuff. And that's, I mean, that's obviously probably a little easier, but it seems like common sense at this
0: point. That's common football 101 for anybody getting the coaching. I mean, just, yeah, just unbelievable. It was one of those things I couldn't believe what I just saw type of things. Um, And there there was a lot of storylines coming out of Saturday around the country. I had a classic game for the Red River rivalry. Uh, Oklahoma makes believers out of everybody i think looking at their schedule they might be a playoff team and i did not see that coming into this year i thought they'd be a lot better than their six and seven season last year but
1: dylan gabriel is fantastic
0: yes he's the real deal uh that was a back and forth game It was questionable decisions by by sarkeesian late for texas there some questionable coaching decisions and quinn ewers um (laughs) They gotta get that guy right. Um, it was it was said that week that he was seeing their psychiatric psychiatrist during the week because he's scared to fail. Um, which is very interesting um to hear. So that that probably hurts Texas's chance mm-hmm. for the playoffs. I mean, they gotta run the table now and yeah. maybe still get some help from some other teams, but that was a big takeaway because that was a great game. Um Notre Dame goes down to Louisville and Louisville put it on him. Man. pretty well. I mean it was close the score the final score was closer than the game really was. If you're a top 10 team going to play Jeff Brom, you don't want to do it. You don't uh, not a, not a, especially at night on ABC. Yeah. Uh um he's got some good talent at Louisville and, and and I think he knew that when he took the job but he didn't have a quarterback. Brought a quarterback in that still isn't that great, but a quarterback that he's very familiar with and familiar to his style and all he's got to do is protect the ball, and they usually have a chance. And Louisville's got a – they haven't played the toughest schedule to date, and they got – the the ball bounced right for them ACC-wise this year. They do not play Clemson, who – okay, Clemson's not the best team to conference, but still a tough game. They don't play Florida State, and they don't play North Carolina.
1: That's pretty fortunate.
0: I mean, right now, they might be in the driver's seat to play in the ACC championship game. How did that make you feel? I can't say I like it, but what you gotta do. At the same
1: time, though, he did that exact same thing with Purdue last year, where the schedule is pretty dang easy. Right, you got to a Big Ten championship game.
0: Right, that's kind of sad. But that is the Big Ten West, which everybody knows. There's no uh, there's no divisions anymore in the ACC. But hey, they beat a ranked Notre Dame team, and this Notre Dame team, man, um, I might get some heat for this, but I, I think a lot of Irish fans would agree with me. I don't think they're near as good as everybody thought they were. Um, they're lucky they're not on a three-game losing streak right now because they survived that game in Durham. Very fortunate. And now they're on the back end of the rankings. They're 21st. They, uh, USC's coming into town, which USC survived a triple overtime scare to Arizona. Because um, USC can't stop a nosebleed. But right. they got the best player in the nation, and they're going to put up points. So that's going to be a good one in South Bend. uh Saturday night at seven thirty on NBC. But uh, you know, if Notre Dame loses that one, that's three losses. I mean, they're out of the playoff conversation now, anyways. Two losses, so a lot of their fans probably will stop watching their games because that's just how they are. Yeah. Um, but they still have USC and still, I I still play Clemson. Um, so they they could finish this season eight and four ish. Yeah. Which I think that's what Again. Marcus was last yeah. year. And then, unfortunately, for Marcus Freeman, he's probably going to have some heat going in next year because. They will not put up with eight and four very long. No.
1: And this team was supposed to be better. I mean, they, they got the quarterback coming in. Yes, was the i yes. time ACC touchdown leader. You're thinking, man, this team's going to put up points. That was their one issue last year was quarterback play. Right. right. Um, their defense hasn't been very good. I mean, Jeff Brom's never had a running game, and they ran for about 200 yards on him mm-hmm. uh, the other night. So uh, I, I don't think they have any shot to stop Caleb Williams. Uh, now, I think they should be able to put up points against that USC team. Right. USC gives up points to everyone. Uh, which, which is the one, which is the one complaint you can have about Lincoln Riley is his de- his defenses are never good, but his, oh. his teams score yep. um, out the wazoo. But yeah, I think I think Freeman will have some heat on him for sure because yeah, four four losses in back to back years that hasn't happened in a while there in Notre Dame.
0: Yeah, I've already seen some heat on social media, but that's social media. Take it for what it's worth. Um, and really, I saw Jared Parker, the office coordinator, taking most of the heat the other night. Um, yeah, that's a program. It's it's tough to coach there, tough to coach there. And Brian Kelly, you like him, you hate him. He made Notre Dame fans pretty spoiled the last yeah. decade plus there, winning a lot of games. And they didn't uh, really like him either. No, 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 they didn't. So and he uh, squeaked one out. Uh, his Tigers beat the Missouri Tigers um, in a game they were down for a while. Um, I mean, there's no playoff implications for the LSU Tigers because they've already lost two. But losing three there the heat would have started rich, wrenching up for him as well. Um, also in the SEC, Alabama survived a trip to uh, Aggie Nation down there against Texas A&M.
1: This is the uh, worst Alabama team we've seen yes, in a while. It is. Uh, Georgia
0: looked good. They flexed on a undefeated-ranked Kentucky team at home. Finally showed some dominance there.
1: <laughs> I, I, I saw a tweet. Georgia and Kentucky have played a lot of fake big games because it, it seems like past couple of years Kentucky has been ranked like in the 20s, and Georgia would just steamroll them. Yep. Um, every single time.
0: Yep. Um, what else? Uh, undefeated Fresno State went down on the road at Wyoming because people All were thinking people were thinking if they could get past the Cowboys, they could probably run the table and make one of the big six bowls. Mm-hmm. Probably not now. Um, not. Oh, I'm going to say it. Yeah, it's not happening now. Even if they run the table, they'll make a good bowl, but then they won't make a new Year six bowl. <laughs> uh, what other takeaways outside the Big Ten were there? Um Shadur Sanders flashing a
1: 70K watch to a student section of a bottom-feeding Pac-12 team that they had a
0: miraculous win against. They were down 17 points Um, to, 17-0 at one point.
1: Yeah, this Colorado team's – I mean, they've had their wake-up calls against Oregon and USC, but it hasn't stopped their arrogance. Um,
0: They're resilient. I mean, they were down a bunch to USC, fought back, barely lost, down a bunch to Arizona State, fought back. I mean, they're going to make a bowl, their schedules, but they're not – yeah. I mean, they'll probably finish eight and four-ish.
1: It, it, it'll be interesting once that – I mean, obviously, USC and Oregon are – but it's, like other good teams, like if they play like a Washington State or Oregon State, to see how they match up against them because that's probably right. more more of their speed. Um, I think Washington
0: would wax the floor with them because they're one of the better teams in the country. But It's going to be pretty fascinating to see them in the Big 12 again next year because yeah. the Big 12 is going to look so different without so Texas much. and Oklahoma. Um. I can't even I mean who's the favorite gonna be in the Big Twelve next year?
1: Oklahoma State?
0: Gosh, they're bad this year though. Yeah, they they did beat
1: Kansas State. I mean, on I mean Friday.
0: Yeah, uh, Kansas it to UCF. Kansas is better. Um I, I wouldn't say obviously. it's gonna be UCF, Cincinnati, Houston, BYU, none of those newcomers. Yeah.
1: Um, Baylor's been terrible this year. TCU's look bad this year. Yeah. Tech,
0: tech is so irrelevant now, it seems like. It's crazy. I mean, they're losing their two juggernauts, and it's still going to be a good conference, but that's one conference you look at. It's like, that's a better basketball conference. Yeah. Than oh, a it conference. is now.
1: Yeah. I think it's been that way for a few years now,
0: too. Because who well, else is joining? Arizona's joining. They're joining the Big 12. Yes. Which uh, for basketball, that's great. Football, Huge, man. Yeah. But who? is Arizona State joining Arizona State who am I forgetting Arizona State Colorado Arizona it's Utah Cal- Utah yeah there you go there's your there's your there's your, there's your football your favorite, favorite right player? there yeah yeah so interesting man it's gonna be weird next year
1: o- Oregon State and Washington still are conference-less right
0: and they're the ranked teams yeah. They're two of the right teams. Yeah. They're sitting there like, come on. I mean, I know they don't add too much basketball, but once in a while, they'll make the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the other non-revenue sports are good. Um, yeah, it's just gonna be it's gonna be fascinating. I mean, I know we've talked about USC, UCLA, Washington, Oregon joining the Big Ten. Well, it, it felt even more real this past week when the schedules for the Big Ten for twenty twenty four through twenty twenty eight came out. You look at some of these schedules, like <laughs> I know produce. Purdue's schedule for next year is going to be hard, but 2025—I've never seen a tougher schedule in Purdue football history. Because on top of all those games, they have a road trip to Notre Dame. Oh boy! And it's just like holy cow. But I
1: think I think it was Michigan's schedule I saw 2025. It, they had Oregon, USC, um, and Washington on there. Um, that's brutal. It's there. It's it's going to leave programs like Northwestern, Illinois, and Indiana in the absolute dust. Cause there is no shot.
0: they can. Oh, uh, you, you can add Purdue in there. I think it's going to lower everybody's expectations. If they're not already, already lowered and to where if a Purdue or Illinois wins eight games, that's a heck oh, of season. a season. You I know mean, what I'm it, saying? For Illinois, it's already an amazing season. Well, Purdue too, even though they've had <laughs> eight wins last year, nine wins the year before, if you're counting bowl games, but yeah. it doesn't happen too often. And in programs like Illinois and Purdue in it, 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 it showed its ugly head for Purdue again this weekend. Is you have to win in different ways. Yeah. You can't play Iowa style ball against Iowa. Yeah. yeah. And because you're going to lose. in Illinois, that's what they're trying to do. And you got to recruit a certain way if you're going to do that. Yeah. And um, because I, I'll tell you, I'm still bumming about Purdue's loss on Saturday to Iowa in a game where Deacon Hill was the worst opposing quarterback I've ever seen Purdue I've play. Ever seen. I, I'm He's watched- awful.
1: Every That that is literally the only game I watched on Saturday. Oh, you are a sicko. You're a
0: sicko. Um, That's what you are.
1: As I've said, one of my guilty pleasures is watching the futility of Iowa's offense regardless. And it was so unbelievably bad. I've never seen a more inaccurate quarterback in my entire life.
0: He's got Um, too much juice on the ball.
1: But once again, they do what they do.
0: They do what they do.
1: Defense, that's what wins them games. Yep. They flip the the field. They make you... fluke 68 yard touchdown run or whatever that was.
0: Yep, busted a 70 yarder or whatever it was and uh that was kind of the difference in the game and in 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 it- New's offense couldn't get going. Hudson Card played his worst game of the season if he even had time to throw, which sometimes he held the ball way too long, but other times it was like he got no chance. He was getting killed, which I gained even more respect for his toughness because he came into the game banged up. (laughs) There's a few times you could tell he did not want to get up. Yeah,
1: I I was thinking, I don't think he's going to be able to finish this thing. Um, But Their backups never
0: played a competitive snap yet in college. He's a redshirt freshman transfer from Arizona State, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. You can't let the kid get killed back there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Purdue came out of that game pretty banged up. Uh, they lost three starters, it looks like, for – one definitely for the year, the other two probably for the year. Now Those two didn't play going into Iowa anyways, um, but they also lost Tyron Tracy, their starting running back. Doesn't sound like he's going to play this week against Ohio State, so – yeah, it was just it was such a frustrating game because I felt like that's one Purdue definitely could have had could have easily shot had. themselves in the foot a lot, but that's what Iowa does to you. Mm-hmm. you they make you beat yourself. Yeah, um, it's just very frustrating because Purdue's bowl chances are starting to slip week by week. They're gonna have to get hot, yeah. and I don't like their chances. But uh, we'll see this week elsewhere around the Big Ten. Uh, I'm trying to think what the heck even happened. Uh, Ohio State Maryland was a close game for a while. And Ohio State flexed I, on them a little bit. Are you in agreement
1: with me that uh, Maryland would win the Big Ten West?
0: 100%.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so too.
0: 100%. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Wisconsin took care of Rutgers.
1: Barely. Pretty easily. Yeah. Well, I mean, the score. Uh,
0: they were up 21 at one point. Oh, yeah. It's kind of. Wisconsin and Iowa are so similar. Um, yeah, they are. I, I mean, Wisconsin is be- more fun to watch, but. Michigan
1: just annihilated Minnesota. Yeah, um, this this is PJ Flexport's team he's had in a while there too. Yeah, they're not good. Um,
0: yeah, in Northwestern squeaked by a two and two power yeah, Howard. Howard team. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, so it's all oh, the West is so bad. Everybody. Memorial
1: Stadium in Champaign caught on fire on Tuesday night, and they had to I forgot about that Friday game night game. And, uh, yeah, yeah, this <laughs> for Illinois fans, it's been a after having so much hope coming in the Beelman B. was so cocky all throughout the offseason talking and talking and talking and he he's followed it up with having one of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen. Um they can't move the ball at all. Their their defense is starting to play pretty well. They quit against Purdue a few weeks ago, but uh defensively for the most part's been pretty good, but their offense, I think they're averaging 19 points a game. Now, that's yeah. even worse than Iowa.
0: Yeah, that won't do it. That won't yeah. do it. So, but uh, l- looking at uh, Big Ten, uh, pick them, we tied, I believe. Those, those dang <laughs> Boilermakers. Once again, <laughs> I lost one game, and for some reason,
1: I took Purdue. I don't know. I was, I was feeling I was on the Purdue train because I think I was so bad. And again, they, sh- they could have easily won that one.
0: Well, it's funny what I do is like, whatever my pick is on this podcast, usually by the time I do my Purdue podcast a day or so later, <laughs> I reverse it. So, yeah. Uh, not this week. My pick will be the same on both podcasts. Uh, but so we tied but only six Big Ten games going on this weekend. Five in-conference game and one non-conference game. Uh, we'll start with the Purdue game, though. Purdue is at home against Ohio State. It's ranked number four in the country. Ohio State's a 19-point favorite. This game is on noon. It's another Peacock game, third in a row for Purdue. Purdue. Uh, so get the peacock if you haven't already.
1: Um, I, I will say they do a pretty
0: good job. The presentation is good. It's, it's like, very good. Yeah. Uh, Jason Garrett's not my favorite, but Jason that's Garrett's terrible. Yeah. That's all right. But, uh, Ohio State big time favorite. Purdue is five and three since two th- the year two thousand in Ross State against Ohio State. It's That's really crazy. really weird. You can't beat Wisconsin, but you can beat Ohio State. Can't beat Wisconsin, rarely beat Michigan, but Ohio State at Ross yeah. State they've had their number. This is Ohio State's first trip since the Tyler Trent night game in two thousand eighteen. Hmm. This is these teams are definitely different than those two teams in two thousand eighteen. I think the Buckeyes win this game pretty easily. Four confident points on the Buckeyes though.
1: Yeah, I have five on Ohio State. Um, yeah, Ohio State's defense is so good. I Offensively, they're not what they were. Previously. Their
0: offensive line for them is pretty weak for them.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if Travion Henderson's going to play, but he missed the game against Maryland. Right. Uh, but man, it's going to be tough against a Mechaek and Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, I don't know how don't you know. cover those guys. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, so no Ohio idea. State for five.
0: Michigan State at Rutgers. Rutgers a five and a half point favorite in this one. That's my one pointer. I got
1: Rutgers in that one.
0: I got Rutgers for two. I got Scarlet Knights for two. Indiana at Michigan. Michigan is a 34 point favorite in this one. I have Michigan for four. Um...
1: I should switch the Ohio I have State Michigan for
0: five. Uh, yeah, because I right. I I would be being at Purdue and at yeah. Michigan, I would be more shocked if India went into the big house and won than Me I would too. be yeah, Purdue I, being, I, I being at that, but no. Illinois at Maryland, Maryland's a fourteen point favorite.
1: It's gone up. Uh ham hammer it. Ham, <laughs> hammer that spread. They score fast. Um yeah, Elmo I can't score at all, so uh, I have Maryland for three.
0: I have Maryland for three as well. UMass at Penn State. Penn State is a forty-two and a half point favorite in this Penn one. Penn
1: State for six. Uh, UMass for does six. have a pretty dang cool uh, um, um, turnover celebration. Have you seen that? They no. They, they put like the old school, like <laughs> the old school hat, like back in the uh, um, during the American Revolution. Uh, sort, sort of days that's awesome right. it's, it's pretty
0: cool I don't know if that beats Akron's tire though
1: that, that's pretty good too <laughs>
0: yeah. and, and that, I guess my only hope as a Purdue fan is that it won't happen because I th- I think there was a better chance to happen if, if this was a home game for Ohio State than a road game I'm hoping Ohio State overlooks Purdue since they play Penn State next week yeah well, Ryan Dale Ryan Dale locked in though I think
1: well ho- hopefully no Purdue former coach or anything, talks about Ohio State, so Ryan Day can go off on him in the post game like he has.
0: Mm. Uh, have to have Gary Danielson, uh, even though he's a former player, keep his mouth shut, I guess.
1: Maybe, maybe Danny Hope's out there. Uh, he can start talking some trash. Oh, I'd love to see Danny Hope back in Ohio
0: <laughs> State <laughs> <laughs> Iowa at Wisconsin. Wisconsin ten-and-a-half-point
1: favorite. Uh, give me Wisconsin for two. Uh, I think I- they handle him, especially with that quarterback, uh, Deacon Hill.
0: Deacon I got the – yep. I got the badges for one winner. Of this game's gonna win the West. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Boring.
0: Uh, top twenty-five matchups. You got those up by yep, chance?
1: I have them up. We have Syracuse got murdered by. Oh, New killed! Green, and now they travel to Florida State this weekend.
0: Give me the Knowles.
1: Yeah, give me the Knowles as well. Um, maybe I would say the game of the weekend. Um, where- Where's game day at? I don't know if Jobs literally just about to ask I'll you I'll that. I'll
0: look it up while you read, you read um, games.
1: It should be this one. It's a two thirty ABC number eight Oregon at number seven Washington.
0: Ooh, that is a good one. Uh, I like the home team there, though. I like Pennix and DeBoer in Washington.
1: Man, Bo Nix is a Heisman candidate, which is amazing to even think about. Considering I know he was at, at Auburn. Uh, give me one. it is. It is at or Washington. Yep. Is it? Okay. Yep, yep. Um, Michael Penix as well as a Heisman uh, candidate uh, there. But, uh, yeah, give me the whole team. That'll be rocking. Texas A&M at number 19, Tennessee. Mm, I want to take A&M, but I'm going to take Tennessee. Yeah, give me Tennessee. Uh, Jimbo's got to be feeling some heat there. I don't know if they can fire him, though.
0: Nobody's done less with more talent.
1: I, I agree. Number 10, USC at number 21,
0: Notre Dame. I think this will be a close one. I know I know Notre Dame fans hanging their heads right now. Notre Dame now, is but favored. They are two. favored. It's flipped. It's flipped then, okay. By uh, two and a half. I uh, I think Caleb Williams is a different difference maker, though. Give me the Trojans. In six games this year, Caleb Williams has thrown 22 touchdowns and only thrown one interception. He, um, He's the closest thing on a college level to Patrick Mahomes I've ever is. seen, the way he makes off-balance throws and stuff. This will be the J-Man's
1: Book of Prediction of the Week. Uh, give me the Trojans, and I think they win by
0: double digits. <laughs> hopefully, oh, not, that wouldn't uh, be good for, for Marcus Freeman.
1: Yeah, hopefully uh, I'm not cursing them here. But the J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent and big Notre Dame fan, Travis mm-hmm. Watching. For life, home, auto, business, renters, workers, comp, and farm insurance, contact Travis 219-869-4561. His email is at INFB.com. Number 25, Miami Hurricanes traveling to Chapel
0: Hill to face the Tar Heels. Give me North Carolina. Who knows where uh, Miami's mindset is? And, and, yeah. and, and May's having a good season for North Carolina. That's the kind of
1: loss that can spiral there. Oh, yeah. It, oh yeah. It
0: could absolutely, you could
1: absolutely lose the locker room with that sort of stuff. Uh give me North Carolina as well. Um, last one here, we have number 18 UCLA at number 15, Oregon State. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, good one for UCLA over yeah. the weekend, but give me uh give me the Beavers up in Corvallis.
1: Oregon State is four-point favorites. Yeah, I think UCLA is a little too green. Uh, give me Oregon State. Who's Colorado
0: to play? I know they're not ranked, but
1: I will look her up real quick. I want, are they on bye?
0: I don't know why. Is your or maybe Arizona?
1: Colorado. Oh man, it's a Friday nighter. They face one and four Stanford. Oh, um, that's yeah colorado uh travis hunter's got to be getting pretty close to coming back too yeah you?
0: he's got to be any week now i think yeah. But,
1: so uh, yeah give me colorado in that one
0: well let's switch gears to the professional football league the nfl um exciting week like it mm-hmm. always is in the nfl and man this league's pretty even right now
1: yeah it is um It's it's pretty it's pretty incredible. I mean, you look at the AFC North. I don't know if there's a single good team there, but there you have all four are in playoff contention. Mm -hmm. AFC South as well. Uh, I don't know if there's a good team there either. Yet they're all four in it. Um, And uh, yeah, that's it's just it has been one of the more competitive uh, first few weeks of the year that I can remember.
0: It's been my least favorite first few weeks I can remember, though. I'm uh, almost to my breaking point. Yesterday was how are bad. you not there yet?
1: I thought oh, some, I, I just met. Sort of
0: got you there. Just how I act. I mean, I just—I don't know how I didn't rip a hole in my hat. I hit it against my leg so many times on the scoop and score yesterday at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just no, oh no. my gosh!
1: Um, three winners, three losers. I start with the winners this week. I believe you start yes. with the losers. Um, my first winner is the Jacksonville Jaguars. My today. AFC champs, two and zero in London, and they should probably just stay over there. They probably should. Uh, that's where they win the most of their games. Good win though against a really good Bills team. It did help Jacksonville that they stayed out there all week, and so the Bills did look jet lagged too. Um, that's not a good enough excuse to lose. But uh, Travis Etienne was fantastic yesterday.
0: My fantasy team thanks him. So. Um my first winner is San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, they, are my, football. they are my <clears throat> predicted Super Bowl champion, and barring injuries, I don't know if anybody can stop them. They are so complete. Yeah. Brock Purdy's becoming a star. Christian McCaffrey has been a star. A star. Yeah. S- Samuel and Ayuk are studs. And then their defense is loaded with just good football yeah. players. Levels, and, uh, they're well Norman. they're well coached. They have good management. And John Lynch, they just they're the model every NFL team should be right now. The the best team in the NFL. Yep. Yep. Uh, my second winner: the Chicago Bears. Justin
1: Fields has played good football the past two weeks against bad de- defenses. Um it, it, but,
0: it, 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 did he? Okay, he did play well, but how much of that was just throwing to DJ Moore the other night?
1: You can say that about anyone. I mean, that's they true. say it about two with Tyreek, and yeah, okay, uh, but uh, all yeah. right, um, it helps for sure. Well, I mean, you got a weapon like
0: that. Take advantage
1: of it, right? Um, and the good thing for the Paris, they still hold the top two picks in the NFL draft because the Carolina Panthers are so bad.
0: And they got rid of Chase Claypool, that locker room distraction, two year Dolphins.
1: Yeah, yeah, talk about that a little bit.
0: Okay. My second winner, I'm gonna go with the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Um, they were in the news this week. Jonathan Taylor's back, it's a contract extension, gets paid. But then AR 15 Anthony Richardson, their prized rookie class. quarterback, gets hurt again. Um doesn't look like it's that serious as I originally thought, but still he might be on the IR, which would put him out four weeks. But Colt fans, I think that's a good thing if you want to make a ride for the playoffs because I think Gardner Minshew's more fit to win with this team right now. And the Colts don't get it done pretty, but they f- are finding ways to win games. That's a good
1: testament to their new head coach, whose name I have no idea what it is. Steichen. Shane yep. Steichen. Steichen. Yep. Um, my last winner is the New York Football Jets. Um, they hung in there with Kansas city. Then they go to Denver and found themselves down early, which is pretty typical for Denver to be up early.
0: (laughs) 10 straight games up Um, when they're up at halftime, they've lost them all. that's,
1: That's crazy. Um, especially with the way the first half ended, Zach Wilson stupidly throwing the ball in bounds and they couldn't even spike it to get a field goal attempt off. Uh, but then the second half, uh, Brees Hall, man, he, he's a uh, he's a Bronco killer he's really good 70 plus yard touchdown run Zach Wilson didn't hurt him and he played pretty well and uh their 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 defense is one of the elite units in the NFL so um I don't think it'll be enough for the Jess in the playoffs but uh they're playing more competitively than they had
0: we gotta win for Nate Hackett had to hear about that 500 times
1: yesterday as 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 you should sean payton
0: said stupid comments. he's a clown it, you, right now
1: yeah you you talked about that a few weeks he
0: ago. is a clown it's but it is there's more problems than just him this is dumpster fire and i i hope my analogy to the broncos i hope they are the halloween house that when you go trick-or-treating they have a huge box of candy out right now and say take as much as you want that's what i want with this roster Aside from Patrick Sertan and even him, if you can get the right offer, everybody should be on the block. Every single player should be on the block.
1: Yeah, I, I was going to ask you about that next week. Who you, I, I think Jerry Judy for sure is gone.
0: Judy, um, Judy, Sutton, Bulls, Simmons.
1: Simmons too.
0: Maybe Josie Jewell. I could see them all would, shipped by Halloween.
1: It would take a um, quarterback type haul for them to trade. PS2. I would hope would so, but it should,
0: it's uh, time to rip it down and build a backup. I hate it. It's going to take a while, but I think that's the only the way out of this hellhole.
1: To the quarterback.
0: Yeah. yeah. And coach. Uh, my last winner is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> but they beat the Ravens, who I thought, Man, I keep thinking the Ravens are pretty good. The but, Ravens
1: are terrible, too.
0: But I will say, I thought Pickett and Harris. We're in for big years, and I, I they're, they're not playing well. Yeah. But they they got the win, so that's why they're a winner in my book. Uh, loser, I'm gonna throw the uh, who do I uh, I'm gonna throw the Patriots in here at number one. They might be the worst team to fall.
1: I I was gonna say I think they're gonna be picking in that top three to four.
0: It's unlike anything we've seen. Bill Belichick. the, the question has been answered. <laughs> it was Tom Brady, not Bill Belichick.
1: If They want to turn things around. Robert Kraft needs to strip that GM title from Bill Belichick. Uh, I I think he's probably still a good head coach. His roster's terrible. His roster construction has been bad. Their quarterback's bad. They don't have any weapons. Their defense is slow and old. Um, He's built a terrible roster, and he's paying for it.
0: Yep, similar to Denver out there.
1: Um, Baltimore Ravens. um, Lamar didn't play well, but they had so many drop passes yesterday, and I thought they would be better, and they just haven't been. And you cannot lose to a bad Pittsburgh Steeler team, uh, who is three and two somehow with a terrible quarterback there in Kenny Pickett. But that's a bad loss.
0: Dallas Cowboys got embarrassed national television forty-two to ten, and Dak played his worst game in a long time. Dak is Kirk Cousins. Yeah, it's good comparison. Um, Washington
1: Commanders, uh, they they had a chance to go over five hundred, and uh, they got destroyed by Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Embarrassing effort.
0: And lastly, a lot of these winners and losers, it's back and forth yeah. here. But the uh, Buffalo Bills, uh, I was ready to crown them as the best yeah. team in the AFC, and then they lost the Jaguars. So, uh,
1: Tennessee Titans, my last loser. Mm-hmm. You had a chance to kind of t- not take the division by storm, but uh, at least put your footprint on it a little bit. And th- they have a quarterback problem there, too, in Ryan Tannehill. So, but yeah. Uh, You beat me in Pickham, you son of a gun. Uh, We both did pretty bad this week. (laughs) We're struggling on the year, really. Uh, It's pretty bad, but, yeah, you you did beat me. Uh, But uh, we got a huge one Thursday night there, Denver at Kansas City.
0: I've never looked uh, less forward to an NFL game than this one, I think. Uh, Yeah, 15 straight losses against Kansas City. It's going to be 16. Kansas City for 15.
1: I have Kansas City for 13, Uh, yeah. Um, wow! Yeah, Baltimore at Tennessee in
0: London. Oh, that's right. It is in London. Another one. And and there's five international games. games. Uh, give me the Ravens for six, even though they're coming off on a good loss. I have the Ravens for
1: six as well. Uh, Washington at Atlanta.
0: Give me the Falcons for seven.
1: Falcons for two. Minnesota at Chicago.
0: Give me the Vikings for
1: five. I have the Vikings for three. Seattle at Cincinnati.
0: Give me the Cessna the Bengals for eight. I have the
1: Bengals for five. San Fran at Cleveland.
0: San Fran for 11.
1: I have the 49ers for 12. Uh, Carolina at Miami.
0: I got the Dolphins for 12.
1: I have the Dolphins for 15. Speaking of the Dolphins, I got a few tweets here that I want to share with y'all. Um, Devon Achan, Achan uh, he is second in the NFL in rushing yards. He's 50 yards behind Christian McCaffrey. He has 61 fewer carries than Christian McCaffrey. He's only 50 behind him. Um, Thank Vance Shosa for that one. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins lead the NFL in plays that have gained 10 or more yards. They have 93. The next closest team has 75. 15 yards or more, 62 plays. Next closest has 43. 20 yards or more, 32. Next closest has 26. 30 yards or more, 15. Next has 11. 40 yards. They have 11 plays of 40 yards or more. The next closest has five. They have eight plays of 50 yards or more. The next closest has three. Yeah. Um, explosive offense i'm having a lot of fun watching them as i should as you should i'm in a long time uh give me the dolphins for 15 my father will be at this game it is our annual trip but because i decided to have a baby and all of my good friends needed to get married that same year um as me <laughs> um, i will not be able to attend so i'm blaming tanner uh,
0: that's fine i'll take the blame yeah, dolphins
1: for 15 Oh. Dolphins for twelve. Yeah. Uh, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Jaguars for nine. I have Jags for eleven. New Orleans Saints at the Houston Texans.
0: Texans for four.
1: Ooh, that's a good cool one. CJ Strouds look really good.
0: I think the Panthers should have taken them, like yeah, we said.
1: I agree. Uh, New Orleans. I have New Orleans though for four. Uh, New England Patriots at the Vegas Raiders, who play here in about
0: now. Yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to watch them before I make this pick, but uh, I think Patriots are the worst team in the league right now. Give me the Raiders for three.
1: Uh, I have the Raiders for nine. Hopefully it's Ooh. a uh, – was it last year where uh, Jacoby Myers threw that ball backwards and Chandler Jones just grabbed it and ran,
0: ran it in the way? Cost me some money in a parlay last year.
1: Uh, Arizona Cardinals at the L.A. Rams.
0: Rams for 10.
1: I have the Rams for seven. Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Jets.
0: Eagles for 13.
1: I have the Eagles for 10. The four-and-one Detroit Lions at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: I got the Buccaneers for two. Really? Man. I like both these teams.
1: Uh, I, I have the Lions for eight. Lions are four and one for the first time since 1991. The Dolphins are four and one for the first time since 2003. Um, but, yeah, give, give me the Lions for eight. New York Giants, who are a dumpster fire uh, at the And Buffalo they're Bill. on Sunday
0: night again. Come
1: on, Sunday night football. The, the week after will be, hopefully, the five and one Miami Dolphins at the 6 0 Philadelphia. At least we
0: finally get a good game. Um, Bills for 14.
1: I have the Bills for 14 as well. Dallas Cowboys at the LA Chargers.
0: I'm thinking the Cowboys for one. I have the Chargers for one. Um, I don't
1: know. Yeah. Uh, your buys this week are the Steelers and Packers for fantasy considerations, but I highly doubt you have any fantasy players on either of those teams because they're. I all got Najee
0: Harris. Team. He's terrible.
1: I have his backup who's even better. Um, but
0: hey, my fantasy team's doing just fine though. So yeah. But, uh, are you ready
1: for some birdie bogey? You got any more yeah. my phone? At?
0: I, uh, I, I, I could ramp for days, but I, <laughs> we don't have much, much time left. Um, Christian McCaffrey,
1: 14 straight games with a touchdown, which tied Emmitt Smith for fourth, most all time. What player has a longer streak has the longest streak? I should say.
0: I got two guys in mind. And I almost guarantee it's one of the two. That's the problem. I'm reading between the tea leaves to some of the wording you said earlier. Well, so I'm well, probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. You're like, I, I think you'll get this. And you put some emphasis on it. You might have done this on purpose to trick me. Trill Davis.
1: <laughs> no. Oh, man. LaDainian Tomlinson.
0: Adrian Peterson was the other one I was thinking. So. No. LT wasn't even on your radar. No. Got <laughs> four shooks down again. I thought for
1: sure you're going to get LT because I remember it was a huge deal back in the day. Uh, thanks for watching the J Man Show live on the IST Sports Now We'll be back at our next Monday with another episode. Have a fantastic week, everybody.